0: We're back with another episode of Franchise My Business, the podcast for franchisors, hosted by franchisors. I'm your host, Kevin Oldham. This might be episode 100. I mean, we're getting very close. We're recording this towards the beginning of December. We started recording this show 11 months ago, and we committed to two episodes per week for a minimum of 52 weeks. We're getting towards the end, and this has been a really, really fun journey. You know, last week I talked about the three things that I loved about franchising. And so today, I'm going to talk about the things that I personally dislike about franchising. And I'm going to have to search hard, but definitely there's one that sticks. It's coming to the top of mind right now. And that would be the, in some instances, the feeling that franchisor and franchisee are, are not aligned. And the whole, you know, franchisees may look at the franchisor and feel like they're in ivory tower or they're separated from what's actually happening, you know, in their locations, interactions with customers and all of those things. So that kind of, Hey, corporation versus small business owner type of thing. So even though we're all on the same page and everything, if, if, the franchisees don't feel like their needs are being met, then a lot of times there's this feeling that there's a disconnect between the Zor and the Z. And that's probably one of the things I dislike the most about the the business model, because having worked in a, in a home office where we had like, I don't know how many people were at that office. Let's just say it was about 50 employees. I know wholeheartedly every single day to a T, every single one of those team members came in wanting to please the people that we served our franchisees more humans running a business and sometimes things don't work out the way that they should. And you know, when that happens, uh, I, I get it. Like as a franchisee, you can make it feel like, you know, your team maybe doesn't care about you. And I, I can assure you that all of these home office teams and support teams, not only care about you, but they, that's what they do for a living. Like that's their main thing that they do is come in to try to make things work for you. So, so there's that. I think the other thing, one of the other things I don't like is specifically like awarding franchises, like a a culture of a franchise organization where putting dots on the map is more important than putting the right dots on the map. And we see that we see that i see that in my community i mean we've got an unnamed yogurt franchise that that my family and i love and you know i think what they end up doing is i, I think the location's not great and they keep trying to resell it to other franchisees and it's just not working out it's just not working out and that franchise or needs to just say hey maybe this is not a great location and great fit for our brand and call it a day but instead, they keep trying to find new owners and push them into this business. And the it's, I just don't know if it's location. I don't know what it is. I'm not an expert on that, nor do I care. My point is, my yogurt shop's gone, and they keep putting different operators in there, and the operators keep crashing and burning. And every time that happens, a little part of me gets sad because I realize that's a human being who probably put you know, a lot of money behind it and probably had a ton of enthusiasm and whatnot and then it did not work out and that just happens with business but i feel like franchise franchisors have a little bit more responsibility because they have data um hopefully they have you know a lot of data if they're a national company and they can help make some of these mistakes like less less popular um other things you know when you see an organization kind of max out and then you'll just see like a fast follower or whatever just put a Difference spin on a brand, and next thing you know, we've got you know, let's use yogurt as an example. We've got a million yogurt brands, and we've got some saturation. And then you do start seeing these businesses, you know, go after each other and compete for customers, and then you you see them um, shut down, and that's always hard. And so, th- those are you know, some of the things that as a, as a franchise or when I'm just like driving around my town and I see things, locations opening and closing, those are things that that weigh heavy on me personally. What else? What else? What else? You know, I, I think that the probably the number one thing that I don't like is the fact that we do have so many people in our industry that will sell a business opportunity as somebody who, who probably should not be sold a business opportunity. And the reason that they do it, who knows? It could be, a million different reasons they may just may may not be good at picking right and nobody's great at 100 identification of great operator fit for your platform but when i see you know i specifically think about a a gentleman who opened a business in our community about nine years ago i had heard from his employees that he basically drained his 401k to buy this i'm like who let him do that And then the guy was pretty much the only person there working all the time. And it was weird because one day I came in and he was not working. And so I had an opportunity to ask about him because we had been going there for so long and he always worked there. And it was just these nice kids who I don't even think were employees who were helping him take a day off because he hadn't taken one off. And ultimately the business didn't succeed. His 401k went away. Who knows if he had to acquire bankruptcy. And I, I look back and I'm like, who offered that gentleman that franchise? I don't think he should have gone and drained his savings, his, his retirement savings, to do so. But somebody coached him to do so, or somebody put that that seed in his, in his mind, and then gave him you know the the green light to go ahead. And so those are some of the things I don't like about the franchise industry. You know, when you're selling a business, if you're a seller of a business, like if I were going to go sell one of my businesses, I'm an independent person. I'm going to disclose everything about my business. I'm going to go sell it. Whereas you think about the franchise sales area. What we're talking about is business opportunities. And in some cases they're operating and already like resales, but for the most part, they're startups and there's a lot of startup capital and all these things. And sometimes I'll see opportunities sold to people that maybe aren't financially qualified. And that hurts to see that happen because generally they don't make it. And a lot of times there's some turmoil that, that follows as individuals potentially for the rest of their lives in terms of bad credit, bankruptcy, things like that. So those are some of the things I don't like about the franchise industry. They by far are the minuscule compar- part compared to all the awesome things that I see in the franchise industry and frankly, the things that make me love the industry. And the reality is, you know, as I look at other parts of my life, whether it's real estate or digital marketing, there's parts about those industries that I despise and there's parts about them that I love. And I think that's true with everything. But I didn't want you guys to think that I'm all just sunshines and rainbows all the time when it comes to franchises because there's definitely things that I see in our industry that I don't like and that I personally would like to, you know, see go away forever if at all possible. So until next week, I hope you have a phenomenal week. Be well and let's finish the year strong.